Golly, last weekend's games were terrible. There was, was there was like nothing to watch. Uh, the only thing that was worth watching was that North Carolina Clemson game, and for some reason that was close. We'll get to that in a little bit, but yeah, it was nice to get a little rest and relaxation, and a little bit of a break from uh, my heart leaping out of my chest, uh, things like that. So yeah, happy to happy to be back on the uh, on the regularly uh, scheduled programming though. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was a well needed uh, rest week. Fortunately, we went into it with the right mentality. had a had a big game, and um, and getting to bounce back from that, getting a good week to to look at our mistakes and, and finally see get after getting tested, see what we need to do in the off week, see what we needed to work on and get fixed. So I was very excited about that and uh looking forward to hopping back into sec play it's it's been a while uh been almost a, it's been a month here since we've actually played an sec ball game is that not uh, crazy which, which mean, is nuts uh yeah. we're 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 in the fifth week or whatever of of college football uh but yeah i'm ready to, ready to get back into it and uh this week we're getting the uh tennessee volunteers and so uh we obviously have there's so much and so little to say about this team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I first I want to say, did you have you been back since we went in 2013? I I've never been. I thought you I went in 2013. No, I didn't. I didn't get to go. I, so I. Had, oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was not able. Well, I wasn't able to go, and um, but because I had some, it was like my. At a pharmacy school exam or whatever it was on on Monday, and I didn't make the trip. Uh, but that yeah, was the year all the, the ACLs game. exploded. Yeah, that was all all the ACLs. I, I certainly promised that I would never go back to that stadium, uh, much less that city. Uh, but you, that was the game where you got stuck in a room with a bunch of girls that were talking while you were trying to watch the game, right? <laughs> after the uh, after the block punt. Um, I don't know what was said because I kind of, I kind of blacked out. <laughs> I just the next thing I remember is I'm in my vehicle driving back <laughs> to my house, turning on the radio. And fortunately, that's when Murray had that long run. I don't, know, I don't think he scored on it, but no, by the time didn't. I got my radio back on, Murray had that long that long run where he drove uh, ran. Yeah, uh, it was a really long run. But um, but God, I was pissed. I still remember how I felt. I had one. Of, I can't remember who it was texted me. Just was like. Hey man, you you good? You are you all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it was I, a terrible game. I mean, that's just kind of one of those things that you know you can you can sit and have the social setting and all that stuff, but whenever the majority of the people in the room are not watching the football game, and then we start to look like we're going to lose, I understand. Get out of there. Go get it. Get be by yourself. Be in a good space. Uh, I uh, yeah, I attended that game and and I, I said I would never go back because that was the most unlucky. And then. You know, we had Keith Marshall go down that game with ACL tear. Justin Scott Wesley with an ACL tear. And then Michael Bennett had an MCL tear. And I think we're probably going to bring this up, this game up for, like, every time that we play Tennessee while we were doing this podcast, which may be forever. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we uh, – it really was one of those things that – how I don't know how we could be so unfortunate. But then two years later we go back there and Nick Chubb uh, he tears everything in his knee. So I, surely they've made some changes to the field uh, or something because they needed to. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just never have good memories of this game. Uh, this game is obviously just a 
a, a nightmare. And uh, whether it's even if we, even if we get the win, it's like you come out of there and you're just like, it wasn't a good game. There wasn't like things that I want to take from it um, that are like positive things. It's always just nasty, especially when we're there. It's a little different when it's at home. When it's at home, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what the why that is, but maybe. It, Maybe it is just that stadium. I, I may never go. <laughs> the way everyone talks about it, it's just awful. It's a, just a big toilet. It's a it's, it's a big porcelain bowl, is what it is. It looks it looks like it's porcelain because it's got this. I mean, you can't really notice it in like when you're watching the game on TV, but uh, when you're there, you can't you can't help but notice that it's like kind of got a tinted like tan look to it, and it does look like it looks like What's it's a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a mammoth of a, of a stadium, and it's cool how it's like right there on the river and everything like that. But uh, man, it's it's pretty ugly. It's it's not like it's not very sexy by any means. No, well, there's nothing about that team that's uh, or that university that's sexy to me. But anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, Want to do a quick uh, injury report and kind of look at uh, what we got going on? You want to run through our injuries real quick? Yeah. So. Uh, Apparently today, Tyson, and today is Tuesday. We are recording on Tuesday, October 1st. Um, it's Tyson Campbell and Solomon Kinley. Uh, apparently we're both back at practice today. I think they're kind of more or less doing walkthroughs uh, or going, you know, going like maybe 75%. Um, I don't think they're uh, completely healed and somewhat limited. Uh, Tyson Campbell's still uh, coming back from the foot injury. Solomon Kinley. I thought that the Solomon Kinley injury was worse than it actually is. I did not think it was. I thought it was his knee, not his ankle. Apparently, it was his, an ankle injury, uh, not near as severe as uh, what you once thought it was. Eric Stokes is supposedly 100% back. Really pumped about that. I expect him to be covering Jawan Jennings this weekend. Um, so glad to have that guy back. Kyrus Jackson, I think he got the club off of his hand. Um, which I didn't realize this. I, my brother brought this up earlier, but we were talking about Kyrus Jackson have a club on his hand, and he got that off this week. But uh, apparently, he broke his hand because the guy, a guy from Vandy, had the club on his hand, and, like broke his fingers whenever he punched the ball out. Because remember, he fumbled right there before the end zone. Yeah. Apparently, the guy like hit like that's the reason he broke his fingers or his hand. <laughs> it's because the other guy was hit, punching him with the damn club. So those things aren't. It's not like it's. It's like having a cast. It's like hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it's literally what it is. It's just. Yeah. It's literally a weapon. Yeah. It, it's. Yeah. I'm. I'm all, I always question that. Like, it, I mean, I guess it's always. I don't know. I've always questioned like letting players do that because it, it's basically it, you can use it as a weapon. Obviously, that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've I've always been, I've personally been against that. But anyway, I feel like so. it's always it's kind of an old school thing. I feel like back in the day they all used to do that, or they would wear those pads that would go in your yeah. forearm. And yeah. you back in the day you could just throw forearms in people's faces and <laughs> knock their ass out. But I don't think uh, I, I yeah I, I'm with you. I feel like it's like all right, well there's there's you can't be having like little weapons on the field these days. <laughs> so anyway. Um, but yeah, for the most part, everything, everybody looks to be pretty good. I think, uh, there was some, one or two other people, David Marshall's still kind of working back from that foot injury. He may never be back completely healthy. If he's taken, I mean, it's, what has he taken? Like, uh, two years pretty much to completely heal up from this injury. Um, and apparently it's something to do, I don't know, you may know more about it than I do, but something to do with the 
uh, muscle that's in the arc of your foot. Uh, so anyway, I think that's pretty much it for the injuries. Hopefully that is, I mean, let's just stay healthy this weekend. Let's try not to plant our cleats too hard in this freaking grass. Um, but anyway, uh, let's move on into, uh, we got a few different things that we kind of have on the outline is Georgia news. And we're just trying to, uh, Chancey, I, I, did you read the article about Roquan and his situation? Well, um, you were kind of getting me. I had actually not heard about it till you mentioned it to me, and I've kind of I've tried to read up a little bit on what's out there, but everything's just speculation. So Roquan has basically been MIA, but he's not missing. We know exactly where he is, yeah. and we just <laughs> he's not AWOL, but he's MIA. But he's but, he's actually but, on the sideline. Yeah, like he's on the sideline, so we we know where he's at, and he's apparently he's not on any injury reports. Uh, and there's some kind of personal stuff going on with him. The guy's just not playing, and not uh, nobody nobody has any reason uh, reasoning as to what's going on. I mean, there's speculation uh, as to as to what's happening, but the the guy it's just kind of just kind of weird. No one really hasn't has an idea of what's what's going on with him. What, what are what are some of the speculations that you're hearing? Yeah, I think that. A lot of people are talking about something that might maybe has something to do with the family situation. Uh, I can't think it. Ha- I mean, it has to be something serious. It's not like he. I mean, if he's fully healthy, I'm just hoping it's nothing that's like uh, stuff, stuff like injuries you can't see from the outside. Yeah, you know, yeah. I hope it's nothing too crazy. Um, that well, you know, the, the term with him. the term the term they've been using is not acting himself. Right, which like the last few weeks, which is, which is concerning uh, to me, uh, because that's what kind of hints towards what you're talking about those those unseen injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, and which is definitely a possibility. I don't want to you know run wild with speculation on that. Um, I'm sure some more information will come out once. Uh, I mean, if he's if he starts sitting out multiple games and he's actually going to be on the sidelines. Um, I ha- I think it has to be something serious, and I'm sure the news will, will eventually come out whenever it's whenever they're ready. But I mean, um, he's 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 been a sta- uh, he's a star of their defense. He just immediately became an incredible. impact player, and, and just mm-hmm. and has like he's the, the guy that that they look to, and and they've I mean him and Khalil Mack and all these guys. I mean, they, their defense is incredible, and when especially when he's on the field. And uh, it's terrifying that I mean, like, it's a it's a terrifying group, but then it's also terrifying trying to figure out what's going on with him because you you want the guy to be okay, you don't want anything to be uh, super super wrong and, and anything like that. So um, just be on the lookout for for news on him. Uh, in the meantime, we'll definitely be praying for that guy. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing crazy. Um, they announced that the South Carolina game was going to be scheduled for noon next week. So we have a noon game, so we can actually catch the 3.30 and the, and the 7 o'clock games and things like that, which is nice. Um, don't get me wrong, South Carolina's not a terrible football uh, team. I'm not saying just take care of business and then we'll watch football the rest of the day. I mean, let's let's go win this ball game. But uh, the only thing that sucks about it is that's actually, of all the weekends, this is the one weekend where there's actually a really good uh, noon game. Texas and Oklahoma always play at noon, and it's that it's next weekend. 
<laughs> so, you know, we Good finally Lord. get us our, our, our noon game that we can just kind of, all right, check that box, and sure enough. <laughs> of course we really do that. Game. <laughs> I always love watching that game, like, at, at the tailgate, if we have a 330 game or something like that. Because it usually falls on the Tennessee game. Uh, but right. now that they've changed our schedule like a thousand times over the past two years, um, it doesn't apparently. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, that'll be that'll, that'll be that'll be good to see. I mean, South Carolina is starting to teeter uh, similarly to what not as obviously not as bad as Tennessee, but um, if Tennessee was average, South Carolina would be what we're talking about as like the team that's uh, crumbling under the under the pressure. Um, but anyway, so yeah, looking forward well, to that. Speaking one. of uh, speaking of schedules, though, in Tennessee, this is the last. I mean, for the foreseeable future, this is the last year that we'll be playing Tennessee in October. Because uh, remember, we're going to be playing them in November next year. So that'd be weird, man. I, like I said, I still kind of like that Tennessee might be. In, I mean, it's going to be a November game. I just don't like that Auburn's not going to be. So uh, that is what it is. Uh, and, and I'm sure you saw this one more, uh, definitely a, on, on a lighter note, um, from the uh, as opposed to the Roquan news. Uh, Georgia fans are attempting to do a uh, checkering, I guess, of Neyland Stadium. <laughs> uh, just a little grassroots effort trying to do. You know how Neyland Stadium? I mean, how the Tennessee fans they checker the. The white and the orange all throughout the stadium. Well, apparently some some Georgia fans thought it would be really funny to do red and black <laughs> to alternate <laughs> and just take over the stadium, which is awesome. And I think you can buy a ticket for like fifty bucks right now. I mean, it's oh, they're I'm going sure. for, and it's probably less. I mean, I'm sure that price is going to just drop and drop and drop. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, they've got the uh, you see them on the on. I've seen them online where uh, guys have mapped out the seating charts and stuff like that yeah. of where you need what you need to wear uh, wherever you're you're sitting and i think it's awesome um i, I think it's exciting because uh there ain't gonna be many tennessee folks there they i mean there'll be a i mean there'll be there'll be plenty of them there obviously there's a hundred thousand seat stadium um and uh, i think more of them will show up than we realize but it's exciting to see that hopefully we'll have a good good turnout uh up there so I think I, that, uh, i'm not going that's for dang yeah. sure no me neither <laughs> me neither it's gonna be uh no i think there's gonna be a large contingent of georgia fans but it's definitely gonna be i mean there's tennessee fans are gonna go to the georgia game doesn't matter what their record is um i mean i, I don't know if i'd want to go see my team not score a touchdown because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we all remember the last time we were there which was i mean of all the games over the past two years, and specifically that 2017 um, season where we just had so many, we beat the hell out of the SEC East. That 41 to nothing win, and then also the Florida win, 42 to seven, were just they just felt so good. Everything about them, I mean, it's just perfect. Oh, you man. sit back and you're like, okay, like my mom, whenever teams that we were playing didn't score she would always feel kind of bad for them and i was just like mom even mom was like this is nice like he's <laughs> <laughs> not even putting any points up well, so uh man yeah let's uh let's hope we can replicate that this weekend yeah it's been it's weird uh and we talked about it before just kind of the the, the kirby effect on that and just going in and 
kind of handling the teams that aren't measuring up and not playing around with them till we get to the end of the game and uh, going and seeing like a pick on the first offensive play of the game. That yeah. kind of stuff will uh, that'll get you fired up. Was that Tyreek McGee? I think it. I think it was. I think it was. I, whoever it was, I think it was Tyreek, and it was an incredible. Uh, it was an incredible play. I mean, that was probably the best play he's ever had in college. Also, our, our friend David just sent out on our group text. I forgot about this part. Um, did you see how ESPN put the uh, the Lady Volunteer logo on the like on the schedule for when Georgia we were were playing Tennessee this weekend? <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, just a, that's just a good thing. <laughs> like the, like the women's basketball logo. So yeah, well um. We'll have to, we'll have to give them some crap for that. I think that you know we're coming in this game. Obviously, we have a lot of momentum, and they don't. So, anyway, we'll get more to the game here in a bit. I did want to kind of recap last weekend. Chancey, was there anything uh, that kind of caught your eye as far as last weekend's game? Uh, obviously, we didn't play, so it would yeah. have to be the other teams. Well, uh, we we learned a little bit about um, uh, about Clemson, but we also learned that old Coach Mack. He still he still loves coaching him some ball, man. <laughs> that that was fun to watch. I mean, yeah. And, and, and North Carolina they uh, they were winning the whole game. I mean, it wasn't till right there toward the end that uh, Clemson went and scored, and and, uh, and South Car- or, uh, North Carolina went. I mean, they went for the win. They went for the two point conversion uh, last play of the game, and um, and and didn't get it. But I. I, and I think we all kind of talked about it on our group chat. I like the play call personally. Um, the more I thought about it, Wait, it's like, hold well, on. You, you like the decision. I, I like to go the decision. Because right? that like play call decision. was miserable. Yeah, the, the play call was terrible. Yeah, I like the call to go for two. I don't like the play call itself because they, I mean, it's like, come on, you got to have, you got to have something else drawn up besides that. If that um, is their, if that's their like two point <laughs> conversion play that they practice, at, at, I mean, at, at every practice every day. Then that's that's just really bad because no. it wasn't even I don't even think there was a passing option on the play. It was like they just did a a speed option to the right side, and the whole time the quarterback's just trying to throw a stiff arm on whoever he can get his arm on, and the, <laughs> and the running back like is covered. There's no I mean there was just no possibility for them to be trying to throw it over the top. At least I never saw him look downfield. So it really was just a piss poor play call. But I mean. How did North Carolina stick in there with Clemson? Is Clemson not as good as we thought? I mean, well, I don't know. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence has not looked great, I mean, this year. Uh, yeah. I mean, he just hasn't. Obviously, he lit up the scoreboards last year and um, once he took the starting spot. But uh, he, he hasn't he hasn't measured up. I mean, there were people that were telling him to sit out the rest of his eligibility so that he could go straight to the NFL and not be hurt. I mean, that's how people were on this kid. Like, that's how excited yep. they were about about him. And he just – he hadn't – I don't know if he's let the hype go to him, which I, I personally feel – I mean, obviously the kid's incredible and he's very talented. Um, but I, it's probably a hype thing. Don't know if – and the guy might not be taking it seriously. Who knows? But he hasn't measured up. But their defense has been phenomenal. Um, their defense has played well. Because, uh, I, I mean, it was only – just a couple of touchdowns in North Carolina, but North Carolina played some ball, man. I, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see where Coach Mack takes them. Uh, I mean, with the ACC being as weak as it is, he might have a chance to really kind of build him a 
build him a program. Yeah, you know, I can't. UNC is always a team that I I have a a lot of problems trying to figure out because, I mean, they come in and do that this weekend, but last weekend they got whooped by App State. Oh, Uh, yeah. They they got demolished. So it's like, and App State's, I mean, they're they're no joke. They they beat these, you know, D1 single A teams all the time. I, I just, I think Mac Brown's doing, he's obviously got the kids buying into this thing, you know, taking down Goliath type deal. Um, but it's a, uh, it's a long, it's going to be a long road for him. But I mean, I'm not, heck, I'm not saying the guy's yeah. competing for a college football playoff. But I'm saying like, sure you be- are, Chancy. You know you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in Mac. <laughs> but but Mac Brown, 2020 national champs. <laughs> write it down. But yeah, it's, I, I, I'm just, I think it'll be interesting because there is no conference uh, that is as top heavy as the ACC. And so there's there's ample opportunity uh, for him to, to, to do something interesting over the next few years. I mean, because he'll be able to go get players. I mean, there, there's no doubt. He'll be able to recruit yeah. um, kind of those, especially those the strong middle-tier guys. Uh, so I, I, it'll be fun to see. Um, that's who I did my residency with, so I have some affinity for, for, for UNC. So there's that connection. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but really, though, in the ACC, is there another team that's actually like you're like a pretty decent team, like legit, I mean, like not contender, but like okay, like they could Vir- be a middle of the pack SEC team. Virginia is like is like is okay. Mm. I mean, they're they're a good team, got a strong defense. They're they're around. Um, played Notre Dame hard last week. Uh, and what was the final score to that game? I can't it remember. It was 30, 35 to twenty. Yeah, so I mean, not like I mean, they, they played them hard. It was like I said, it was a, it was a good game. I, I mean, Georgia Tech lost to Temple by a <laughs> they lot. Scored, they scored two points. <laughs> it was twenty four to ten. Lost to Temple. I mean that. Uh, no, that, no, no. They they scored two points. Right. Right. A safety. Right, that's it's twenty four to, to two. Uh, it's just like God dang. Well, they're hey, well they're just figuring out the whole spread offense thing and like receivers and that kind of stuff. So you got to give them, you got to give them some time, right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're just now figuring out the downfield pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Sorry. I uh, it really is. I, I just looking at like a list, like I guess Virginia and Wake Forest like might be decent. Is NC State any good? No, they just got pummeled by Florida State, and Florida State's terrible. Oh wow, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, Wake Forest is undefeated right now. They just beat they beat Boston College um, this past weekend, which is you know they've actually got um, they've got a pretty decent quarterback. I guess Duke is okay. I mean, Duke looked pretty good this past weekend, but they played Vatech, who's like apparently Vatech has become the doormat of the ACC uh now them and georgia tech are just miserably bad so anyway that's enough about the acc i was I just, about to say good lord we just yeah <laughs> we spent entirely uh, we too much time we on don't that. talk about that conference on this podcast uh i will say just a, a couple little tidbits Ole miss kind of they scored some points on alabama they scored like 31 points on alabama and uh that john reese Plumley guy who almost came to georgia he was committed at one one time before we told him to go look look elsewhere uh i think i guess he was i guess that was fields year or something maybe uh but anyway uh 
No, we ended up getting somebody else. But anyway, John Reese Plumley playing really well against uh, or for Ole Miss, and then also um, Ohio State just beat the crap out of Nebraska. They continue to just kind of full speed ahead. Game day is going to the worst city in the world next weekend or this weekend. They're going to Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Don't. I mean, Auburn. I mean, when I think about Auburn and Florida playing each other, you remember the game back in 2007 whenever they mm-hmm. hit that last-second field goal and then Auburn kicker. I hate both of these teams with a passion. But the <laughs> Auburn kicker turns around and starts gator-chomping at the fans. I mean, that was pretty cool. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this th- this game is obviously going to, I really think, set the tone uh, for, for a lot of the SEC because these are two teams that we just don't know. Auburn had a good – week this weekend just absolutely steamrolled Mississippi State just in a major way um they had like 40 something points at halftime yeah I mean it was it was insane uh but but yeah it's not really it's gonna be interesting to see like say if they they're they're legit or not I I mean I think Auburn's real good team I think um uh it'll be interesting to see if old if if Bo Nix can kind of maintain what he's doing right now uh, against Florida, and Florida's got, Florida's got a good defense. So I mean, it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be good to see uh, see how they see how they play against each other, and and obviously uh, Trask having to go up against uh, Auburn's defense. I'm 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 interested to see. Uh, I want to see who's real and who's not. That, that's sure. kind of that's kind of what I I want to get out of this game. But if the stadium just imploded, that'd be fine too. <laughs> We talk about that all the time. When Auburn and Florida play or uh, Florida and Tennessee or whoever, it's just like, eh, you know, if somebody just decided to – the stadium just blew up. <laughs> well, well. We don't really mean that, kids. Uh, but we, like, you know, it's fun to talk about. It's fun uh, to think about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, anyway, uh, I will say, though, you know, Auburn – and Florida right now, I mean, I think they're both heading in a direction they both want to go in, but Auburn just looks like a different different team. So we'll uh, we can cover that in a, a little bit uh, in the games of the week. So that brings us to the point of the podcast or the point of this episode. We're gonna do a little Tennessee preview here. It's at seven o'clock on ESPN. It's on ESPN, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Seven o'clock on ESPN. I thought this was interesting, Chancey. Uh, we opened as a 16 and a half favorite point favorite and i didn't i saw it probably 30 minutes later and it was at 25 or 24 and so i was like <laughs> what happened there and apparently it got like so much heavy betting right off the line release that they, i think they took it down within like less than a minute and then just took some time to i guess redo their numbers <laughs> because <laughs> you give me you you say that I'm laying sixteen and a half less less than three touchdowns against this Tennessee team. I mean, what 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 do they expect us? We're coming off of a bye week. We have we've had two weeks to prepare for this game, and you mean to tell me you think you should open it up at less than less than two touchdowns on a field goal? Holy crap! So anyway, it's at twenty five and a half now, <laughs> and, and apparently just just keeps on rising. Yeah, I, I, that I mean. Man, they they are so bad, and it, it the only game, and we kind of talked about this ahead of time. 
the only game that you can really kind of look at them and and, and get a good comparison is when they played Florida two weeks ago, and um, and that's the closest thing that you can compare how we'll play them to. And Florida, the, the score for Florida, that they ran over them. At the beginning of that game, I don't know if you watched any of that game, but Tennessee had multiple chances at the beginning of the game to score. Uh, they were actually kind of drove the, drove the field quite a few times. I mean, none of it was pretty when they were doing it, but they were getting down the field. And interceptions, I mean, just terrible plays. I was actually – let's see. I had the uh, – I had the – the, yeah, uh, please read the, 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 <laughs> I had the scoring their, drives. <laughs> you know, this is their this is their drive summary uh, at the uh, at, during playing Florida uh, two weeks ago. So uh, this is Tennessee's uh, Tennessee's drives: uh, punt, interception, interception, punt, punt. That was the first half. <laughs> Second half, field goal, interception, oh. <laughs> punt, fumble, punt. End of game. <laughs> that that was how their week went two weeks ago, uh, just just awful. And, but and but mean, you're right though. That's that's what you can kind of expect. I mean, obviously it was in Gainesville, so a little bit different. But it's like you said. I mean, we may have 50 percent of the stadium, so I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal playing in Knoxville. But they man, they just don't seem to have it figured out on the offensive side of the ball, and they got playmakers. Juwan Jennings, he's that POS that caught that touchdown against us in Athens uh, three years ago. Uh, Juwan Jennings, there's a kid from the Macon area, Marquez Callaway, he's another good receiver. Uh, and then Garantano, Garant, how do you say it? Did you, I think tell? it's uh, I think it's uh, Garantano. I think Tano Garantano. is I think Tano is the actual enunciation. That makes sense. It doesn't really make sense. I just that's I guess that's how you're supposed to say it. But yeah, Garantano, uh, he's a decent quarterback. He actually reminds me a lot of that Dobbs guy, the Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Is it Josh Dobbs? Yeah. I mean, he's literally like the same quarterback they've had for the past like eight years or whatever. Um, but I mean, they've got some players. Running backs are okay. Ty Chandler's number eight. He's he's got what 300 yards on the season, something like that. But nothing, nothing to shake a stick at. Well, they can't. They, I mean, they can't. They just can't put. Any, they can't put drives together. They can't string a series of plays together uh, without like Garitano throwing. I mean, throwing a pick or, or or fumbling the ball. I mean, they've just they've they've ran into themselves. Like I said, they the first few drives against Florida made you think like, okay, they're they're putting something together, and then they throw a pick, or they were putting something together and then they would just stall. Um, and so I, I mean, the only the only thing I mean for on, on my side is like the only thing you think. Well, and think about it this way too, they got freaking Jim Cheney. I mean, Jim Cheney's <laughs> the one calling the freaking plays. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, God bless. Like, will and, and just so you know, he's not doing anything different. I mean, he's running the same stuff. There's nothing mm-hmm. fancy about what he's doing. Yeah. So I mean, I think defensively, we'll have we'll have a heyday with them. Like say we're getting healthier in the secondary, I I, I think I think we'll be able to I think we'll be able to not have an issue on, on that front. Think um, about it this way: I mean, the defense, our defense, has literally has spent years practicing against his offense. 
Right. I mean, we got guys <laughs> that played against his offense last year that – I mean, what what do we return, like eight starters on defense? I mean, my gosh, these guys have got a lot of reps against this guy. So, I well, think, and it's uh, just like, and it's like we're not letting like we're not letting anybody run the ball, and uh-huh. so I'm I don't think that Tennessee is going to be the team that forces us to stack the box. <laughs> I mean, I just I, I feel I I do feel confident about that. So I mean, I, it, it's just we this game we have got. In the past few years, this has been the game that we've done this. We have got to pin our ears back and get after. Garantano might not even start. I mean, the, his starting spot is kind of up in up in the air at this point because of how bad he played against Florida. I mean, they benched him. Yeah. And so we have got to pin our ears back and get after the quarterback. I mean, I really would love to see multiple sacks this game, or um, or, or just I want to be in the backfield the whole game. I mean, yeah. I just want to, I want to just, I want to run all over him because they're going to have to throw the ball. And well, he's he's not as I mean, just thinking about how we respected Ian Book in the running game, we're not going to play like that. And I was going to bring this up about Auburn too, uh, like basically, like there there's a certain quarterbacks that we're going to respect in the run game, and obviously we're going to want to contain, have a spy, blah blah blah. But it, Garantano, I got it right that time. Good job, Garantano. Is not going to be one of those guys. I'm not scared about him running. So we are. I, I expect us to pin our ears back. Yeah. So I, I, we just need to do that. I mean, we just the the number the word everybody's been talking about all season is havoc, and it's like we've just we've we, we've been we've been doing it. Obviously, our defense has played phenomenal, but it's like I want to see some penetration. I want I want to see the front seven just like get get in there and and. and Make make a play on on the guy, because I, I, that's the quickest way you you run over this this Tennessee team is just get back there and just just smother them. I mean, don't yeah. give them, don't give them time to breathe. I mean, on the, in the forty one to nothing game, we started out with the, the pick, and then they remember the one big play they had. I I, I think it was a pass over the middle, and then we yep. had two guys kind of wrap him up and strip the ball from him. So they never – I don't even know if they ever got in the red zone in that game. Yeah. Which Either is way. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that that's that's the kind of game I want out of this. I just want to – I just want to run all over them. Um, and and I, I think offensively we've, we've got the we, – obviously we've got the playmakers to make that happen. I mean, I, zero question. Um, w- I guess for you, what would you like to see offensively this game? Is, is there something you're you're looking for here? Well, I, I, I'm sure you saw earlier in the week. Uh, so apparently, Kirby was talking about how they he's he's been pressing Coley's, you know, saying like they're going to open up the offense. I don't know. That might all just be coach speak. You never know. With Kirby, he's kind of a master of just like throwing something out there and like he will not like bring it up again and people start to speculate and but I mean I do think that you know having more of a downfield passing game is going to be going to be nice we're going to be looking at a little bit more wide receiver depth with Kyrus coming back Uh, I think Simmons might be 100% but man moving forward at this point I mean I think we need to lean on basically three guys Kager Pickens and Blaylock I don't care it, that those two guys are true freshmen or not, Pickens and Blaylock have been playing phenomenal. Blaylock's we talked about it earlier. Blaylock is our leading receiver right now. Now a lot of that helps because he had that 
the single, you know, the hundred yard game, the first one that we've had since 2016. But when you sit back and look at the production and and the consistency, I mean, Simmons has been struggling this whole year, and I was expecting him to be a guy that we could we could lean on. And, and honestly, we've been leaning more on Blaylock than anybody. And Kager. Kager. Not Kager. Kager. Uh, and so, anyway, I, I'm, I'm expecting us to, to maybe use our athletic ability. I mean, our superior athletic ability on around the perimeter. Uh, and obviously, Swift is going to do his thing. I really do think we'll get some road grading in. I think we'll start off still just trying to cement uh, the the run game, but I do think we'll try to stretch it down the field a little bit more. Maybe throw some of those back shoulder fades like we talked about. But I don't even know anybody on the Tennessee defense besides Aubrey Solomon, <laughs> yeah. who I, who I mentioned to you was the guy who committed to Michigan. He's from Florida. I mean, he's from Georgia. He's a five star, former five star player, um, and then transferred to Tennessee. Aside from him, I literally know nobody. So, and I think they have one or two other solid players but like that's just kind of where I, I just think just use what we we are obviously better at and and obviously we have more talent uh, and just kind of shove it down their throats and and make make them make them enjoy it <laughs> don't get don't give them an option my yeah. my only my only fear and like i say is the the only trepidation i have is they that's a big word yeah is that, just like that that's good <laughs> what the sat on you uh nice. the my my thing is is they've had a bye week too. Um, they have absolutely nothing to lose, nothing to play for. Um, we're the we're the big top three ranked team coming into play, and they're obviously they're gonna they're gonna lay everything on the field. And, but at the same time, the same thing happened Florida. So for them, so I, I mean, I just don't. I hate going into these games being so confident because it's just like it, it's just it just makes me feel makes me feel funky. Uh, but I feel like if we just show up, we'll be okay. Um, Jeremy Pruitt is a terrible head coach. I mean, just <laughs> have we not brought him up yet? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think that I, I think, and this is what we're seeing with South Carolina. And so here's a little preview to the South Carolina game. Um, the guys are just not like him and Muschamp, and Muschamp has proven this where he, he wherever he has gone, is the guys don't get behind them. Mm-hmm. The guys are not believing whatever they're saying, and um, and I, I guess I, they are hella defensive coordinators. I mean, they are they're they're great at they know the game of football, but they don't know how to lead 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 men. I mean, it's just very evident that they don't know how to do that, and um, they can't even they can't get their own house in order. And, and so I, I just that that gives me confidence. I mean, I, I'm I'm at the point where it's like, when did they just abandon ship? Like, when are these guys just saying, "Screw this!" Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, pull a Steve Spurrier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and just and just bolt and 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 so I'll be. Because guys go to Tennessee to go to the NFL. I mean, these Tennessee is a is a has there's a lot of history there, and, and I mean, but for the last few years they don't they don't send guys there. I mean, they don't. Yeah. There's and so it's it's going to be interesting to watch. But these, I mean, Pruitt is just 
And you'll see him get up there in those press conferences. And, and well, I know we talked about this a little bit last time or time before last. And um, they just don't – just just not – just not a leader and, and can't get the guys behind them and just make bad coaching hires. And, um, I mean, I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm fully expecting, like, I don't know if I mentioned this to you last time. I know I told this to somebody, but I'm fully expecting Fulmer to just fire him and take over. <laughs> I mean, he, may, he, he very well may. I mean, like former still pissed that he didn't get the job to begin with, I think. And there he's pissed that he wasn't, he got fired the last time. So, I mean, I, I think it it's almost undeniable at this point that I think that Pruitt's going to get fired, and we might be the reason he gets fired. If we beat him bad enough, he might get fired before the – I mean, I don't think he'll get fired the week after, but if they can't – if they lose however many games you're talking about, four out of the next however many, um, I mean, he's gone for sure. Mm-hmm. And, and it would be very easy – it would be very interesting to see if Fulmer would pull pull that – Pull that card. So anyway, well, I mean, their their next four games are us, Mississippi State, who's really struggling too. That's going to be the the toilet bowl, uh, <laughs> and then they play at Alabama. Okay. You know that used to be the biggest, uh, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest rivalries uh, in the SEC. I mean, the third Saturday in October, but I mean, it's a, got a name. <laughs> so, I, you know, in Alabama and, and Tennessee are the two. So I think we are tied with Tennessee now for the most uh, second most SEC championships in the SEC. Obviously, Alabama being number one, but that used to be the deciding game for who was going to win the SEC. Uh, you know, back in the fifties and sixties, and uh, sometimes the nineties. But uh, so anyway, I I'm just looking at that schedule. They play Alabama. They play South Carolina at home. And, I mean, they, they very well might. I mean, South Carolina's an improving squad. They might lose all four of those games. And then they play UAB. And like we talked about, it's like, well, you never know. <laughs> if, they, if, if, they, if they lose four games in a row, they're de- pretty downtrodden. Uh, Pruitt obviously can't get them behind what he's saying. Half the guys are probably thinking, ah, well, I might as well just go ahead and hop in that transfer portal. Well, UAB's on deck. You know they're going to be playing hard. Georgia State already did it earlier in the season. <laughs> So UAB's licking their chops. Yeah, UAB. BYU came clear across the country and be- beat their ass, too. <laughs> Hopped on that plane, flew, flew over here, and beat the hell out of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Tennessee just is looking. It's just crazy. I know we kind of talked about it the other day, but, man, it's just wild how so many of these storied programs are really struggling these days. I mean, you can just, the list goes on and on. I mean, you got Tennessee, Michigan, who is what I think Michigan's the winningest program in the history of college football. USC is not looking good, and then you got like Texas has been struggling for a while. I guess they're quote unquote back, kind of. Uh, but man, you just got really some really bad programs these days that used to be really good. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm. I mean, as far as who to watch for, I mean, basically those guys. That we listed off earlier, some of those. I mean, some of the, the quarterbacks, okay. Some of the receivers are pretty good. They could sneak a guy between, uh, kind of like how Notre Dame did. They could sneak a guy in the soft coverage. But I think we're going to attack Tennessee completely differently at the line of scrimmage from oh, what yeah. we did with Notre Dame. Absolutely, absolutely. So there, there's nobody that that really stands out. And uh, I, I see after you put in here in your notes, the series is uh, tied uh, 23, yeah. 23, and two. 
So uh, we've got the chance to take the lead here uh, and uh, start to rewrite the history books a little bit and forget the 90s just completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing yeah, they, good about the 90s <laughs> when it comes the to nine, football. <laughs> yeah, they weren't – the 90s wasn't very good to us. But, I mean, we've won – I think seven out of the last ten, something like that, um, dating back to 2010. So it's going to be interesting to see. I'm, on, I'm I'm most interested to see one what we end up doing at the line of scrimmage, what we how we end up attacking them defensively, uh, and then two, I'm se- probably second most excited to see just how many Georgia fans are going to be taking over the stadium. So <laughs> I'm not. It's just, and I agree. I don't want to be. I don't want to get cocky about us playing Tennessee while they're down and feeling really good about it, but at the same time, I just I can't I can't look at their team and how they've been playing and how they've been getting their butts whooped by you know teams that they shouldn't even be on the same field with and feel any kind of nervousness or fear of anything about right. their, any aspect of their team. Oh yeah. But well, I mean, nothing scares me. Simply, just even if they just came up with the the perfect game plan, I mean, we could just straight up out talent them. Yeah. I mean, because there's no, I have zero fear of being out coached. I have zero fear of being, uh, not having enough depth to get us till the end of the game. I mean, that like none of those pieces. It, we would just have to come in there and just be overlooking them so hard and just dumb penalties turnovers given like special teams miscues mm-hmm. like you avoid that stuff and like win the turnover battle don't do anything dumb on fair don't catch drop a damn punt. i'll say fair catch and then catch every ball like don't <laughs> give them any chances uh, of doing and like, i'm not saying play safe but i'm saying just don't don't make stupid mistakes and just play our brand of ball and we're gonna be we'll be fine i feel like i say that every freaking week because our brand of ball is freaking good (laughs) when we actually play our our game we're we are act like we're we're pretty solid football team so i mean my so that's that's my thing is just don't come in there take care of business and we and we and like say under kirby we've done that against tennessee like i so i yeah i I feel i feel i feel fine in that on that front i'm also really going to be looking at our offensive line this weekend and just you know I don't want to say Notre Dame got a ton of pressure I don't think they had a single sack but they were still getting in the backfield and affecting plays they were coming up I mean they were stacking the box there's no doubt about it so I'm really hoping that you know in this situation we could really see a polished game from the offensive line it's 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 weird because man you have a guy like Solomon Kenley move you know go down you know hopefully he's okay and and maybe he won't be back this weekend but maybe he'll be you know back for south carolina game but you see a guy like him leave the field and schaefer comes in fills in pretty well but it throws off the chemistry i mean solomon kinley has been kind of i mean just honestly he's been one of the most dependable players him and andrew thomas on the left side have been incredible and then you look on the other side and Cade Mays and, and Isaiah Wilson have been pretty damn good themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and and Trey Hill holding it down. So, I just want to see our offensive line dominate them, absolutely d- crush their souls, yes, or their face with a hobnail boot, whatever you want to do, <laughs> or both. Uh, spe- do speaking both. of Cade, though, Cade's uh, coming back to Knoxville for the first time. Uh, yeah, and his dad played for Tennessee, right? 
So yeah, they were they were a big Tennessee family. I mean, there was like yeah. a lot of a lot of history there. So uh, hopefully he can come in here and uh, silence all the haters. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think Cade Cade was quoted like I came to Georgia because I want to win championships, and I was like, well, that was a good decision. <laughs> that was a good decision, Cade. Uh, so and uh, and Eli Wolf coming back to his uh, school that he transferred from. So that's right. Yeah. So um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see that and uh but somebody asked him so like what do you 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 see that tennessee team and what's going on with them what are your what are your thoughts and he's like yeah it's it's real bad like it's terrible i hate to see it's like those are your butt those are your guys and yeah they're just getting getting worked so anyway (laughs) it just feels bad for yeah for them it's like thank god Uh, i'm not there anymore jesus yeah (laughs) um well, I think we kind of covered the Tennessee a little bit here. Uh, you want to jump into a few games of the week? I'll try to cut through these pretty quickly. Let's do uh, it. For some, for some reason, the odds on one of these games aren't showing up. On uh, So, Iowa plays Michigan, though, at Michigan. And I'm going to try to get that pulled up here in a second. Okay, so I got it. Uh, Iowa plays Michigan at Michigan. I was ranked number 14. Michigan's number 20, so we get a top 25 matchup. Michigan, eh, not looking so good. Uh, they are favored by three and a half at home. Who do you got there, Chance? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Michigan. Uh, I think. I think that they've. They they had a good showing last week. I mean, obviously they're they're trying some new stuff, and I think um I, I think Iowa's good. I, there's just nothing like nothing about Iowa's team to me. And obviously, I have not sat there and dissected their whole their 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 games, but just think that they're not going to have something that's going to be super flashy and enough to to kind of get over them. So for some reason, I'm feeling Michigan. Maybe maybe just to try to give Harbaugh some. I kind of want—I kind of want him to hang around college football. I don't want them to kind of get rid of him. Kind of want him to just hang around a little bit. Yeah, I do love that he's kind of fanning the flames on that dumpster fire right now. So it, it's nice to see him just, you know, eat his own words because the guy's <laughs> cocky as so. hell. Oh yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'll take I'm going to take Iowa because I've seen them play. I watched them play against Iowa State. I like their ground game. I like how they use their tight ends and. Man, they got the corn-fed boys over there in the defense, man. So, I'm going to go with uh, the Hawkeyes. I always kind of – out of the Big Ten teams, there's not a lot to like, but I've always kind of liked Iowa for whatever reason. I also used to play as them uh, on NCAA a lot. So. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Auburn plays Florida, the big game of the – I mean, big game of the weekend. Auburn is favored uh, by three points. It's in Gainesville. Taking Auburn. Auburn. Auburn? Taking Auburn because – I just hate Florida just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. Very slight amount more, but yeah. I agree. I Florida at least Auburn has some good people. Florida has none. Yeah, that's so that, that's that's the way I'll put it. I more so I more so hate the team of Auburn um and hate everything about their program. They have good people. Everything yeah. about Florida is just terrible. Yeah. The people the, people, the families the team, like the coaches. Yeah. The yeah, yeah everything. Every history, (laughs) (laughs) what they believe in, and everything. (laughs) Yeah, just cut them out. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go Auburn as well. I think they come in there and and show the world that Florida is not for real. Michigan State, number 25, plays Ohio State at Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by 20 and a half points. 
Uh, Chance, what you think? I think our, uh, our, our our old boy Justin Fields is going to have a have a field day with him. So yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to take the points there. I'm, I'm afraid this boy's going to go off and get the Heisman. Um, the way he's throwing the ball right now, um, and Michigan State's just they're just stalling out. There's nothing nothing fancy they, about they them. Can't they can't play offense. Yeah, they just don't do they don't do anything. And uh, Ohio State's defense is playing playing well so they're Ohio State's pretty unscathed right now so I imagine it'll be like I say it'll be pretty easy over halftime yeah I agree I agree I, I think I'm going to take Ohio State too uh, so three three touchdown win there uh, California plays Oregon Cal had a game uh, it was actually a pretty good Friday night game against Arizona State last weekend uh, Oregon's ranked number 13. They've kind of slowly been kind of creeping back up. What did they? Yeah, they lost to Auburn in the first game of the season, but they haven't really played anybody since then. They played Stanford a couple weekends ago. They are coming off of a bye. Um, Oregon is favored by 18 points at the moment. Uh, Cal- keep this in mind. California's quarterback got hurt last weekend. So, um, 18 points. Wow, that's big. Um, is it? In, is it in Eugene? Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. That's a big point spread. Um. If they I guess if they did lose their quarterback, that's Trump. I'll just I'll go with the Ducks. Nah, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, 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 well, yeah. Okay. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Make up your mind. Oh well, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the Ducks there. I, I just losing your quarterback's you, tough. You, your brain just got in a little twist there. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you started to say I'm gonna go California. I'm gonna go Oregon. Uh, no doubt in my mind. I think. Uh, that was his name, Herbert Kid. He's gonna take over, score a thousand points. I don't know. Um, California defense is pretty good though, so I, I I am a little hesitant, but I'm gonna take Oregon as well. Uh, Chance, that's all I got for the games of the week. Uh, what are your final thoughts for the game? Just uh, let's let's go let's go take care of business. Let's uh, start conference play, and uh, let's start out with bang. Let let's. I, I want to see my, – my thing is I want to see us make the – and I don't know if Tennessee is going to help us see that, but make the improvements that from the Notre Dame game that we've, we've wanted to see. Yeah. Uh, and and just, just just play a clean game. That's all we need. Just go in yeah. there, take care of business, come on home. Must be done. Agreed. I'm, uh, I'd say the three things that I'm looking for the most are – three things I mentioned earlier. One, I want to see the offensive line dominate. Two, I want us to be getting in the backfield – uh, you know, from the defense. I mean, I really do think that our defensive line strategy is going to be completely different this uh, this weekend. And then three, let's see, let's see, if, let's see if we actually do open up the passing game a little bit. Let's see if we do stretch the field a little bit. So um, I'm going to be watching it from probably my wife's phone because oh, that that we are watching from. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's no, awful. I, <laughs> So uh, I will be watching it on a TV. Uh, so uh, most likely, most likely down here in, in, in the big old city, Hey Hira. So, um, but yeah, not not planning on going to Neyland. But if you are going to Neyland, uh, pull hard for us. Um, let us know if you're there. Uh, I guess one thing that we never do uh, on here is if you if you like what you're what you're getting and and this stuff, need to subscribe. Tell somebody about it make sure you're, you're coming in every week all that kind of fun stuff so um tell tell all your dog friends that we're out here and 
having a good old time. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. (laughs) So, um, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, it'd be fun. 